This is Triple H on 100.1 FM with Ian Stewart. Good afternoon and welcome again to Rotary Matters. Now, we call the programme Rotary Matters because, as you're going to find out, Rotary impacts many lives, many concerns and many causes locally and all over the world. What happens is that each week we bring you an interview to explain and provide insight into a specific Rotary cause or a project. Look, it could be an Australian who has started a school in Uganda or an Australian running an orphanage in Ethiopia. Closer to home, we might focus on running a food bank in suburban Sydney, taking disabled children on a jumbo joy flight, or in recognising someone in the community who has gone over and above the call, earning themselves a Pride of Workmanship Award. Now, amidst all the current focus on COVID and all that that means, we mustn't forget some of the natural disasters that befell Australia in 2019 and early 2020. I'm talking here, of course, about droughts, bushfires and floods. They had a huge impact, and none more so than on people living in rural rural areas, heavily dependent on all forms of farming. Recognising this very local but largely neglected issue, some Sydney Metropolitan Rotary Clubs rose to the occasion and set about adopting some of the country towns of New South Wales. I'm talking about places like Gunnedah, Tottenham, Young, Lake Cargelico, Blaney, Narromine, Trundle, Lightning Ridge and also some up in the Hunter Valley, about four hours north of Sydney, places like Merriwar, Musselbrook and Mororondi. And this is where today's guest on Rotary Matters fits in. We'll be talking with Parry Monkton, who's the co-president of Taramara Rotary Club, about the steps that he and his members took to support these towns in the Hunter. Where they went, who they met, the relief that they provided, who it went to and how it got there, and, of course, the difference that it made as well. But look, if you're joining Rotary Matters for the first time, let me just give you a very quick refresher, the elevator pitch about Rotary, if you like. Um, So what it is, it's a worldwide organisation that's been going for over 100 years to foster the idea of service above self. Around the world, there are 1.2 million members and 35,000 Rotary Clubs in 220 countries. So it's a relatively large organisation. Here in Australia, we have 30,000 Rotarians, 1,100 clubs, with another 270 clubs over in New Zealand. Now, most clubs meet once a week and they devote their time to a range of very worthy local, regional and international community service projects. So you're going to find Rotarians fighting disease like polio, providing clean water, sanitation and hygiene, saving mothers and children, supporting education, uh, growing local economies, um, promoting peace. So, and locally, you might see Rotarians delivering supplies to communities stricken by drought or bushfire. You might meet a student here on exchange from overseas, attending a local school and staying with a local family. These are exchange students. Or Rotarians running a fundraising event focused on sending soap and female hygiene items to third world countries. As I said a few moments ago, we're talking today on Rotary Matters about Rotary's Adopt a Town initiative, we're going to be meeting Parry Monkton, who is the co-president of Taramara Rotary Club, to explain his club's involvement with towns in the Upper Hunter as they provided relief to communities devastated by drought. So, more on that in just a minute. But let's see, Ian Stewart, welcome back to Rotary Matters. You're on Triple H 100.1 FM. 
Our time here is 12 minutes past three on Friday afternoon. So welcome back to Rotary Matters. Today we're going to be meeting Dr Parry Monckton, who's the co-president of the Rotary Club at Taramurra, here on the upper north shore of Sydney. I spoke to Parry earlier today and asked him if he would explain to us, please, the Adopt a Town idea. So Parry, tell us firstly, what was it that prompted the Adopt a Town idea? Whose idea was it and, and where did that spring from? Well, of course, we had a lot of um, uh, places, particularly out in the country, which were suffering enormously from the drought and uh, a lot of people who uh, needed help at that time. And the Bar Rotary Club actually came up with the idea of adopting uh, a town, that is one Rotary Club adopting another Rotary Club in one of those country locations. So for the benefit of our international listeners... A caring bar is a suburb in southern Sydney, is that right? That's correct, yes. OK, so they came up with the idea of Adopt a Town. It caught your attention, Perry, as co-president of the Taramara Rotary Club. So how did you decide which town to adopt and how did you go exploring that idea? Yeah, that, that was, uh, it was originally uh, set up as a website and so one could look at the website and see all the different Rotary Clubs in all of the different areas of New South Wales that were in the drought affected areas and it was a case of then picking one of those uh, spots on that on and contacting that Rotary Club in that town to see if they would be interested in being adopted. So this was, what, late 2019, following some dreadful bushfires that we'd had in our area? Well, there were bushfires, but the drought was, the drought. On, the drought was ongoing in, in uh, most of uh, 2019 last year and people becoming ever and more desperate. Uh, and in fact, the whole of the uh, New South Wales having been declared as drought affected. So um, it, was, it was fairly obvious that any Rotary Club that was out there in any of these areas was going to be uh, potentially interested in being adopted and uh, seeing which way we could, as a city club, help somebody in the country. So you chose to go where to do your first exploration of what town to adopt? Well, I tried to pick a place on the basis of it would be reasonable to be able to visit and, and not too far away to drive. And I actually picked a club um, off the web, um, which was the club in Dungog, which is a town north of here in, in part of the Hunter. But in fact, I then found that uh, I ran into issues because everybody else was doing the same sort of thing and they had already been adopted. So effectively, I then had to say, well, okay, what am I going to do to try and find a club which is going to work with us? And again, I looked through the list, picked an area which was perhaps more drought affected, but still within a reasonable distance. And that to me was the Upper Hunter. Okay, so the Upper Hunter is, Upper Hunter is about, what, three hours drive away from... Yeah, between three and a half, about three and a half hours, depending on which part of the Upper Hunter you're going to. Uh, the major town in or one of the major towns in the Hunter area uh, was Musselbrook. And uh, Musselbrook was the club that I got into contact with and said, is there some way in which I could help in Musselbrook? Um, and I, through that process, I, they responded, the president of the Musselbrook Rotary Club, John Hobden, 
Uh, he came back to me and said, yes, it would be great. And the next idea was to actually go up there with two or three other members of our club and explore the situation of what we could do. So this was Rotary to Rotary? This was Rotary Taramara to Rotary. Rotary Club talking directly to, to the, your to, counterpart? To, to, to the counterpart, Musclebrook Rotary Club. And it's interesting because although this I'd seen this idea of Adopt-A-Town, um, he hadn't. In okay. other words, the Rotary Club there had not actually... So I had to explain to him, in, in effect, what was the idea mm-hmm. uh, of Adopt-A-Town and how could we potentially help and then explore with him. And I thought it was best to try and do that face-to-face. And so what were their most acute needs, Parry? Well, in fact, Musselbrook, it turned out, was probably... It's a fairly heavily uh, supported area through the mining industry. So he had, in fact... Uh, John Hobden and the Musclebrook Rotary Club had already effectively helped two other areas uh, close to them within about 50 kilometre radius and that was uh, the Marawa uh, Rotary Club in Marawa uh, which is a a, a sheep agricultural, mostly sheep and cattle agricultural industry around there which was in severe drought. In other words, they, they were literally there was just no grass at all. So drought was the common factor throughout that drought area? Drought was this very strong factor throughout that area in terms of uh, the drought and what effects it was having on the population of the town, not just the farmers, but the people in the towns themselves. So what sort of relief or assistance um, could you come up with that would help alleviate some of these problems? Well, the main... The main idea that we explored was the fact that we would be able to, first of all, potentially go and visit them and uh, stay in their local accommodation, that we could assist with any of the activities that were happening within that town or that, that may be planned by the Rotary Club of that town, things that we might be able to help physically with. Uh, and also, of course, uh, provide needs in terms of money uh, for these two places. Uh, we, we ended up effectively adopting three places because we picked Musselbrook, who were then helping both the people in Meroa and the people in Mararundi, which is in a different direction uh, from Musselbrook, but all within about 40 minutes' drive. So was it moral support you were providing or were you providing financial support or any other sort of material assistance to help the people who were affected? Well, in fact, I guess it was a combination of all three. It was certainly initially financial assistance where we could uh, and appealing to people to support. The, The main thing that was important, I think, was to identify or help with the help of people in the towns themselves identify those people who are most in need. Um, It wasn't just a matter of physical support such as providing hay, which the Musclebrook Rotary Club had done, but of course now with very few animals and no grass, it was much more supporting people who literally could not afford to put food on the table. Right, no income... So. No, no income, couldn't afford to borrow money from government services, uh, needed also um, any kind of support which said that people in the city care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So um, the money that you provided, where did that come from? Money that that we had within our club was generously donated mostly by uh, members of our club or previous members of our club uh, there was uh, or, and or their friends. Um, I publicised this fairly, uh, uh, fairly extensively and uh, we raised money that way and effectively we also matched it from our own funds within the Rotary Club. So we then channelled that money through the Musselbrook Rotary Club uh, to initially pers- uh, initially support um, the idea of what are called vouchers. Right, right. So these were vouchers uh, were had a cash value? These were, vouch- value. Th- this th- these were vouchers that were, were provided to individuals identified within the towns, particularly this was the case in Marawa, and uh, where those vouchers would be given specifically to people by either in the town or on the land who would purchase goods locally from stores. So okay, they could, so the vouchers were just redeemable in the local community. Just redeemable in the local community. And okay. we and we identified somebody in the community who was able to identify those people most in need. This is Triple H 100.1 FM. The programme you're listening to is uh, Rotary Matters. And that was the first part of an interview with uh, Dr. Parry Monkton, the co-president of Taramara Rotary Club, discussing an initiative that he'd led a few months ago called Adopt a Town. Um, and we'll be hearing a bit more from Parry uh, in a few minutes. But welcome back to Rotary Matters. It's Ian Stewart here. You're on Triple H 100.1 FM. And let's pick up that conversation when we're asking what was most in need. And um, in the country, Parry, I, I understand that the priorities for many people, particularly on the land, are to feed um, their stock and uh, their family and also their dogs. Um, yes, yes, indeed. I mean, uh, talking to uh, people in Mararunda in particular, um, they had established what is called a pop-up pantry in Mararunda, which is to help people distribute food to those people most in need. They identified that uh, country people and people on the land there would feed their animals first, their dogs, their children, and lastly themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, a, a consignment of dog food made its way up there? Yeah, so uh, in fact on two occasions we uh, got together with other members of the Rotary Club and uh, we loaded up a whole trailer load of dog food and uh, we took the dog food up to them and uh, was most gratefully received. The first load of dog food had disappeared within two weeks. Is that right? And uh, that was quite a lot of dog food. So in the pop-up pantry, um, the people uh, come to it would be provided with their groceries and other requirements at no charge. Was there any sort of social stigma attached to... Um, going to the pantry? It was very difficult for the pop-up pantry in the beginning to be established because people were extremely wary about being identified to see. And so the pop-up pantry was only opened at night initially until people became comfortable with the idea. And some people would just draw up in their car and hop out for two minutes and somebody there would then assist them with whatever things that they needed and they'd put it in their car. And in fact, in Mararundi, one of the most urgent needs was also water. So they used to hand out very large quantities of simply bottled water because there was no... There'd been no rain in the town, there was no water in the tanks and uh, they were under severe water restrictions. 
And so, Perry Moncton, you're a co-president of Taramara Rotary Club. Do you remain in touch with your counterparts? Indeed, I'm still in touch with them and have been in touch with them almost every week since the beginning of November, um, finding out how things are going. Also, we've been up to Merawa. We assisted with a local bike ride there, which uh, helped also uh, the local people of the town uh, get together. And that was important. So, uh, and that was very fortunate uh, that we did that. It was an initial bike ride. You've got experience with mounting a bike ride locally. Well, yes. I mean, our club has been running a bike ride for eight years here locally. Uh, This was their first attempt at running a bike ride. And uh, it turned out to be very successful, a lot of people in the town. So people decided that maybe it's not so bad riding bikes even out there in the country and they did they did a dance at one stage too uh yes we went to marirondi the other uh, place and we assisted with them who they ran a cuban night dance uh at which they the locals all came about 120 people in the end and we helped them literally run a barbecue set up tables chairs all that sort of thing for people in the town to just get together and enjoy themselves. And so how is it up there now? Has the drought broken? Uh, Effectively, yes. It's much greener than it was, so there's a lot of uh, green feed. And uh, recently, of course, people have been able to plant crops, uh, mostly for the purposes of harvesting for feed in future so that they will have a better protection. Um, The main problem that we still have, however, is that animals are very scarce in this area. They've had to sell all of the animals and to restock is just beyond their capability. So it's going to take many years to get back to the levels of stock that they would uh, be able to enjoy uh, on the land. So this Adopt-A-Town initiative is something that you will continue? We will continue and we are continuing. Uh, At the moment, we're a bit um, hamstrung being able to visit these places and help with these events. But uh, ultimately, yes, we will be back doing that again and going up, visiting, staying in the local uh, hotels or motels or camping grounds or whatever and uh, assisting with any other activities. So this is a, a local initiative in adopting a town yes. and typical of the kind of activity that a Rotary Club could be expected to do, applying the motto of service above self. But Perry Moncton, there are other parts of the world that have benefited from the largesse of mm-hmm. um, Taramara Rotary Club. Uh, and I'm thinking here of Sierra Leone. Yes, the well, over the years, we've done many projects. Uh, and one of those was eight years ago to build a hospital in a, a children's hospital uh, in Sierra Leone, which is a, a very poor part of Africa. And um, we have been trying to continue to assist that uh, running of that hospital for the last eight years. And uh, we are continuing to try and do that. That's just one of the international activities we have. So we have local community activities. We have international activities as well. And there's one in the Philippines. And there's one in the Philippines in which we've helped people uh, in terms of a bit like the Fred Hollows Foundation that is assist with cataract operations to restore people's sight. And uh, that project was run last year and we're considering uh, running that again. But uh, at the moment, again, we're dependent upon what's going to happen uh, with with the ability to actually go to these places. So with the Philippines project, um, a bunch of ophthalmologists and nurses go over and spend time in the Philippines. A, lo- a local ophthalmologist here in uh, in New South Wales, uh, in, in, in Sydney, um, ha- is providing the services, but the main 
focus of that is to actually train local doctors and local people to conduct these operations so that uh, uh, they don't, that the surgeon doesn't have to keep going back. The idea is to train them, train nurses, train people to be able to identify the problems where they exist locally, particularly in the poorer parts of the Philippines. Perry, congratulations to you and your fellows in the club for your outreach program, the work that you're doing internationally. We've just heard about Sierra Leone and the Philippines and we began our conversation talking about a response to some shocking drought conditions that we've been experiencing here in New South Wales. And the response was to adopt a town, which uh, Parry described to us very well. And Parry Moncton, we wish you all success with all of these projects and um, would very much like on Rotary Matters to revisit these with you, maybe in a year's time, and see what uh, progress has, um, has developed. Thanks very much. Thanks, Ian. Okay.